Hi, I'd like to welcome you to Jesus Without the Junk, and this is Molly. The Holy Spirit placed on my heart this past week, uh, Monday, March the 9th, 2020, um, to get in touch with one of the women. Um, I went and spoke at her ladies' retreat several weeks ago, and he said, I want you to get in touch with her and put on her heart that I think that we need to all get together and fast and pray for the coronavirus. So I did that and um, got the word out to her. And then later that evening, I was um, scrolling through YouTube and I was looking, trying to catch up on the news. I only watch Fox News. Although I do look at um, MSNBC and CNN just to kind of see what everybody's talking about, see what their talking points are. But I saw this clip um, from Glenn Beck about keeping the covenant and I thought hmm what you know what's that about so I listened it was about a 10 minute long clip and he was talking about um President um Abraham Lincoln and how he when the nation was in a time of trouble after the Civil War um that he proclaimed a national day of prayer and fasting because the loss of human life had been so horrific and the Holy Spirit immediately hit me and it's like we need to call, you need to make a clarion call to this city. Um, I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. You know, I can't save the world, but certainly I can have an impact on those who are around me. But to get the word out to all of the churches in the area, it's time that we bring down 2 Chronicles 714 um, into our lives. And God tells us in his word that if my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. It's time for those of us who are followers of Christ to gather together in churches all across the city we don't need to have a one-day big event. We need to be doing this now because God is clear in his word in Matthew 18, 19 through 20, that if two or more people are gathered in his name as agreeing upon touching anything, and it's always, of course, according to his will, that it shall be done for us by our Father who is in heaven. You know, it's never God's will that we are sick. A lot of times we are um, reaping as a nation, as a city, what we have sown, you know, for decades. And fear, the enemy, Satan, holds fear over all of our lives as, a, as just a great weapon against us. You know, we're not in a sci-fi movie where people are running all around and everyone's running with panic. God promises us that he can grant us peace in the storm, but his condition is that if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, he's waiting for us to seek his face. And two or more of us gathered in his name as agreeing upon touching anything can have a massive impact on this fear and panic that is trying to take hold and grip this nation. You know, we need to, when you make, when you panic, you make rash decisions. You get all upset, you get all bent out of shape, 
you know, you sometimes you don't know whether you're coming or you're going and what are we going to do? And I can tell you, we've had tons of um, crises in this country. Um, and we've had almost pandemics, and some have been pandemics, but we made it through those. We have come out on the other side. Was there loss of life? Yes, there was. But I can tell you, our recourse as a follower of Christ is to turn to God Almighty first and bring down the divine. You know, God promises us in his word, my word never returns void. If there was Ever a time that we needed to use our sword, our saving word, to defeat this enemy, now is that time. And we need to learn it in these times so that we'll always be prepared in the times that will come. Because Jesus tells us, in this world you are going to have tribulation, but then there is a great big semicolon. And you've heard me say this before, I love semicolons. Jesus says, but... Take heart, for I have overcome this world. We're not catching God off guard here. God says, I know the end from the beginning. He already knows what's going on. Is he allowing this to occur? Well, evidently, for what his reasons are, I have no idea. I know that I'm to get out here and try and still these waters of fear and tell you, you know, don't be afraid. Stop panicking. If you will just go to the Lord and pray for two or three minutes, you'd be amazed at how much more peace that you're going to have in your heart. It'll help you refocus your day so you can be calm and steadfast for your husband or your wife or your children or those that you're around. People don't need fear right now. They need someone who really truly believes in Jesus Christ 150%. Be proactive, do everything possible. You know, when good people do nothing, evil wins. Satan is counting on us shrinking back in fear. In all of this mass confusion, I only heard one radio personality say anything about now's the time to pray, you guys. Only one. And I thought that's kind of odd. It's not as if this hasn't been going on for several weeks. So I thought that was kind of interesting. We are in uncharted, unknown territory, but God isn't, as I said earlier. In Genesis 8.22, the Bible teaches us that there's always going to be seed time and harvest time. It's a law that is already set in this earth. It's a process of exchange God is asking us, he's like, I'm going to do my part, but I'm going to require that you do your part by planting seeds in the ground of faith. There are tons of scriptures for you to go to. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. He is our counselor. He is our comforter. And now is the time to call upon the Holy Spirit to rise up within you to be those things to your heart. Use your common sense but bring the divine hand of God into the situation. Matthew 7, 7 is really clear. Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. And knock, and the door shall be opened. For everyone who asks receives. 
God's not vague with us. And this isn't about just learning churchy stuff or religious stuff. This is about learning how to bridge that gap of disconnect between heaven and earth so that we can utilize what is in his word to help us function in this earth. Because this is not the last time something like this is going to happen to us, y'all. So we better get it now while we can. Satan is called the prince of the power of the air. So if it were me, so let's just bring it on down a little bit. You know, how would I, Molly, how would you pray? If it were you and you're telling me to do this, what would you do? First of all, I would proclaim a liquid fast. You don't have to go overboard, proclaim a liquid fast, do what the Holy Spirit tells you to for an hour or two while you pray. Fasting helps put a noose around Satan's neck. You can hear more clearly. It's like a staticky radio and it helps kind of, tune in the station so you can hear better so I would pray specifically I'd go before the Lord I'd kneel before the Lord and the first thing I'd do is is I would repent for any sin that was in my heart you know I'm a person who has to check her pride every day it's just a thing with me I can't help myself but at least I go before the Lord and admit that I'm not all that in a bag of chips and some dips and dip. And um, I have to do that every day. I would repent for any sin in my heart, any sin I haven't confessed, um, bring it back up to my mind and let me confess it. And then I would pray 2 Chronicles 7:14, And then I would proclaim a liquid fast for an hour or two or a half a day or a full day from sunup to sunrise. If I have someone to pray with, I would be praying with them. But if I don't, I'm going to pray for people. You know, maybe you've self-quarantined or told that you need to quarantine yourself. So pray before the Lord yourself. I would ask God, Father, please um, hasten a vaccine to come forth in Jesus' name that they can use to help combat this heinous attack on our physical bodies. You know, this is coming from animals. So how did that get into our humanness? You know, hello, be very careful. Um, Ask him to... um, about what you eat. Ask God before you eat. You know, God's really clear about some things we shouldn't be eating. Um, pray for production, It's that it's swift. Pray for the scientists, that God moves through these men and women of God. And I can tell you from hearing some of these people at the CDC, they're believers in Jesus Christ, which is, to me, that's always a plus. Um But God uses people who aren't believers in Christ. So let me just make that really clear right now. I would bind Satan up off this nation, and then I'd loose the mercy and the grace um, of our Savior, and I'd plead the blood and wash the blood of Jesus Christ over this attack that is coming against us. I'd pray for the afflicted. I'd especially pray for the elderly who need our help. You know, they need our help. So... You know, our um, icons in the faith who have prayed and fasted for various and different things, they're right there to be seen. Um, they always had a, an outcome that was ordained by God. And then finally, I would say, Father, I just trust you. I would get up, I would shut my big mouth, and I would wait for God to move. If panic tried to creep in my heart, I'd say I'd take authority over you in the name of Jesus. You, you have no place in me, spirit of fear. Get out of me in Jesus' name. 
you have to finally trust and acknowledge that God is who he says he is. And he said, if my people will call upon me by prayer and petition and humble themselves to pray, God's going to hear. God's going to move in some fashion. Now, it might not be exactly on our clock or on our time, but he's the only one who can cut this short if it is his will. Prayer, worst case scenario for you, for you guys, prayer is going to help you combat this panic that is trying to rise up within your heart. Fear and faith can't be in the same place at the same time. I want to say kudos to President Trump for doing everything in his power and more. He is a fine leader of this nation, and as the leader goes, so goes the nation. Trust that he's doing everything he can, and I need for you to lift him up in prayer. He does believe in God. It doesn't matter what you think of him. He, you know, we all need to have a little bit of mercy and grace for a man who is, um, feels called by God to run this nation right now. We've all made mistakes. We're all sinners. For heaven's sakes, let's all put down the stones, okay, and walk away. Our safe haven at this time is God Almighty, not the God Almighty dollar. That dollar bill, I don't care how wealthy you are, it's not going to help still that panic in your heart. You know, Winston Churchill, uh, one of his famous quotes is, for myself, and I'm, I'm like this, for myself, I'm an optimist. It does not seem to be much use being anything else. Still that fear at the cross. We've survived many things that have come upon us, but I can tell you that if it were me, that is how I would pray, and if you will remain steadfast, the Holy Spirit will do his part, and he will help calm that panic in your heart. Thank you so much. God bless you. You can always email me at jesuswithoutthejunk.com, and we're going to get this um, COVID-19 under control. Do not fear. God bless you so much, and thanks.